1: The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento, Kia's large SUV, available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day.
2: Yeah, hello and welcome to it, a, a Monday night edition of Sports Day. Jason Matthews and a bit of a, a crook, Scott Sattler uh, here tonight. Hello, Satsy. I sold you on. That's what I do.
3: That's what I do, Jace. The Rat. Are you having a dig at someone? Oh, the Rat. Three days in Adelaide's too much. Well, well, well. Three days in Adelaide on the party hole. Yeah. At the Live Golf tournament. The Live
2: Golf. He, he was on
3: hole 12. Yeah, so he had to work an entire seven days last week. So he <laughs> no, set a bit of a precedence now. No, he didn't work Wednesday. Didn't
2: he? No, he did six days. Oh, six days? Okay. He's stuffed. Mm. He sends me a text going, mate, I'm going out both ends. I go, righto, mate, I don't need to know <laughs> what's happening at your ends. <laughs> So, but mate, Massive what Massive weekend.
3: Oh, wasn't it? Great weekend. Uh, it, it is every Monday when you look at all the sports that happen. You know, if you're a golf fan, well, I'm pretty sure if you're a PGA enthusiast, you still would have flicked over and had a look at uh, Live Golf, which is live, of course, free to air. Then, of course, uh, the Rugby League over the weekend was great, which started all the way back on Thursday night, which was one of the games of the season, the South first Panthers game. And then if you're a boxing fan like I am, the big fight yesterday between Ryan Garcia and... And Javante Davis. It was a massive weekend. I loved it. Tank. Tank Davis. He looks
2: nothing like a tank. No. It's a small tank. Yeah. What is he? Four foot what? He's five foot. He's about five foot five and a half. I turned it on and I thought it was. uh, A little Mighty Mouse. That's what he is. I thought it was little Webster from. (laughs) No, no. Who's it? Different Strokes? Arnold. (laughs) Arnold. I thought Arnold from Different Strokes was boxing. (laughs) He is tiny. Yeah, he is.
3: But geez, he could pardon the pun, pack a punch. Yeah, yeah, bad, be a big bad upbringing uh, from the mean streets of Baltimore, and um, yeah, it was it was great. It's, if you're a boxing fan, it's the, it's the fight that everyone's been waiting for for a number of years. They finally came together. It wasn't even for a belt. It was just for massive amounts of money, and they both agreed during the week, winner takes all.
2: So yeah, wow. Oh, yeah. Garcia is not. Uh... He's doing all right. What is He just blows up. So we'll talk about that fight a little later on. Of course, there was some magical stuff in rugby league over the weekend. But, of course, it's a Monday and we're talking about hip drops. And it's given me the the SH, you know what, I just, that stuff we saw on that, we saw that magical flick pass from Ezra Mann. We saw that magical flick pass from Latrell Mitchell. We saw Cody Walker brilliance on Thursday night. And we just, all we're talking about, Today, are hip drops. I'm over it. And, yeah, look, uh, there are some inconsistencies in the rulings Massive as well.
3: inconsistencies.
2: And that – referees, get your stuff together. I, th- I think what's happening is the heads are just being filled. They don't know what's what. Mm. They're too scared to make decisions in some cases. But we shouldn't be talking about that. We should be talking about that magnificent that, – that pass from Ezra Mann, that oh. quick pass back on the inside. to Adam
3: Reynolds, yeah. Wasn't even looking He's looking the other way. I tell you what, that Broncos side, oh. yeah, many people wrote them off. And I think you know, in this office as well, I think we realised at the start of the season, they'll probably make the eight. They've got a really good team. They could win the whole thing. I didn't have them making the eight. Oh, they could win the whole thing. Well, big test this Friday night without
2: Payne Haas or Ezra Mam. That was a huge well, test for going to
3: Darwin. Yeah, it is. It's a big test this week against the Bunnies. Massive test.
2: Yeah, no, Corey Oates didn't train today. They've got the Bunnies who have won two on a trot now, on the trot, and they've got some players coming back. So that's going to be a big clash. Friday night, 8 o'clock at Suncorp. The joint will be packed first mm. versus fourth. I'm in Adelaide. Oh. <laughs> Sucked in for a mate's fiftieth. Oh, what chance am I of getting, of getting someone at a pub in Adelaide to turn it off the AFL? Zero and none. And put the Bronx and the bunnies on. Well, I'm going to wear my Smiths crisp jersey, so they bloody better sats. <laughs> Can't believe. It. Going to Adelaide. I've been told I'm not allowed to wear
3: shorts. Yeah. Or old jeans. What to this to this fiftieth?
2: Just yeah, because oh, it's three, It's a three-day festivus. Oh. We're going to wineries and all that sort of stuff. Like, come on! Why can't I be comfortable? Exactly. What that's, do you want to Boring. What do you want? We wear a jacket with leather patches and corduroys, and everyone's got to have a pipe <laughs> and a cravat. <laughs> Cleaning the women. Uh, Key top seven coming up. Uh, we'll look at our hot topic. It is around uh, Payne Haas and Chris Nelson. Shocking weekend for the Boom horses. Don't even get me started. This is Sports Day. Thanks to Kia. Back in a moment.
1: The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer.
2: This is Sports Day. Yeah, Welcome back to the show. Time for a hot topic, building a more resilient Queensland. That's the Suncorp spirit. We talked about hip drops at the start of the show, Sats. And, I, and I'll, <sighs> I'll look, I don't I, know. I, it's Every time I watch the paint harsh tackle on RCG on Friday night, mm. I get a deal. I feel like... I changed my mind. I go, yeah, no, that's a hip drop. No, no it's, it's not, not. A,
3: not a hip drop. Oh, it's a hip drop because we've named it.
2: Yeah. Okay. So, And it was uh, – one thing I don't think the referee took into consideration was it was a slippery
3: night. Big man, slippery night. Darwin, uh, a lot of dew on the field, a lot of sweat amongst the players as well, a lot of humidity. Player slips, goes into a, a splits position, and you've got a man that's 123 kilos who's trying to get him to the ground. He's not behind him. He's actually to the side of him. And it looks like he had a partial dislocation of his hip. Uh, what we're trying to do is we're trying to name something. We, we always got to find names for things. The media comes up with, I know we're part of the media, but a lot of the, uh, the central media come up with names for things. The chicken wings, the cannonball, the crusher. Now it's the hip drop. And then the NRL go and embrace this name. Well, let's, let's take that name that the media have given it. Let's, let's, that thing called the hip drop. And now we just need to try and judge every tackle that hasn't got great technique involved. Um, but not understand, not truly understand of what it's like to be in that position as a defender. Now, I'll I'll admit there are some tackles where players lose their feet completely and they should have kept their feet, keep their feet on the ground. Don't take your feet off the ground because then physics takes over. and Your body weight just drops to the ground and who knows what's going to happen after that. You lose all control. But the Payne Haas one, he's going to miss one week and people are going to say, oh, that's all right. He probably needs one week because, you know, he does so much work and he's going to better for it. Now this guy's leading the Dalli M's. Mm. The front rows never won the Dalli M. Okay, so – and the Broncos don't want him this early in the season to take a week off as well. They're And they're, they're, playing, and they're playing south they're on playing Friday night.
2: So, I'm happy about it. i
3: I tell, tell you what is really – what's condescending or hypocritical about this situation. In that game, Jermaine Hopgood was also charged with a hip drop. It's his second offence for the year. He gets fined, but Payne Haas has to miss a week. That's how ridiculous this is. Yeah, that's a bit stupid, yeah. isn't it? Now you've got Pat Carrigan last year. If you want to call it a hip drop, let's just call it a dangerous tackle, okay? That was dangerous last year. And he served time on the sideline for it, which he should have. But now we're trying to compare everything to it. And they are polar opposites, a lot of the circumstances we're seeing at the moment. Oh, I think the Ezra Man one is a hip drop. Well, it is because he, he swung lost, around. He lost his feet. So what we're getting is we're getting attackers that are what you're told to do is run between defenders. And when you run between defenders and you do it successfully and you power through the line, you've got little guys like Ezra Mam holding on. He was swinging. Trying to hold on to him and all of a sudden they just try and drop their weight down, which is which we're now seeing is dangerous. This this tackle has been in the game forever. Mm. Tanyale Tuaki, who was going to be one of the great modern day wingers, he never played again. After his ankle was just smashed into three or four bits, so it's been around for a long time. How do we get to the other side of this? Don't don't keep suspending players and taking really good players off the field for something that's not intentional and it's not reckless. You don't think it's intentional? Absolutely, it's just it's not. what happens in that moment. It's it's the game, and we've got people yep. making decisions on these tackles who have never been in the situation in a game. So put them on report. Let the match review committee handle it, unless. The bunker looks at it and says, "You know what this is an extreme one. We need to look at this seat further. go on report, put him in the bin for 10 minutes, but we can't keep, we can't keep eradicating players. we can't keep giving players a week off when they're some of our best players in the game, even if they're not the best players in the game. you so early in the season we're seeing so many players that are spending time on the sideline and, and you, you don't want that. And not, not only that, what are
2: we talking about on a Monday? We're you know talking what? about the hit- I know. Well, I'm sick of hearing it. It's going to
3: turn fans away from the game. Well it won't nothing will ever turn fans away from the game. everyone, will, well, every, everyone can't threatens to walk away, but yeah. the, the product itself is too strong, it's too good, it's too entertaining. But, but people will start getting a little bit more disillusioned with the way the game is heading. That's probably the yeah. better way to put it. Mm. Uh, what did what did you think of
2: the Payne Haas thing? Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six Ezra Mam though I think he
3: deserves a week off for that. No, I don't think he deserves a week. I think what he deserves a fine when you charge players points. You, yeah, when you charge players, a hundred points is usually represents one week. Two hundred points, two weeks, and so on. Say to a player like Ezra Mam because they're not going to change this overnight. Say to Ezra Mam, Ezra, you've been charged with sixty points, so you can play next week but you got 60 points hanging over your head. Mm. You do it again throughout the year, you get another 60 points. Guess what that means? Year week. That's one week. So yep. they give players the idea that that they're still going to be able to play, but they're still going to be able to work on what, what is apparently really bad technique. I like your idea, Sats.
2: I think we should start that from this round uh, coming up. <laughs> so Ezra Mam and Payne Haas won't be available for the Rabbitohs this week. Great oh, idea. What a game. What Mate, a game.
3: how much... Better am I feeling now that Payne Haas is not playing. And you know what? If the Broncos don't win this week without Payne, even if they did have Payne and and Ezra yeah. and they didn't win, it's it's still not that bad. It's, it, they've had a great start to the season. You've got to drop one here and there. Yeah. It's uh, just a, a simple reminder that and you to know, do it to a nice team, nice club like South, <laughs> it's not that bad, right?
2: Make sure you've got Queensland covered. Search SunCorp Insurance for a quote today. That's the SunCorp spirit. Break time. When we come back, uh, we're gonna have a look at uh, tonight or oh, tomorrow's games. Actually. Why don't we have a game tonight? Yeah, missed opportunity. Uh, Let's talk about that next on Sports Day. day.
1: The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento, Kia's large SUV, available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is
2: Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to it. Uh, time to preview the rest of, what are we, round eight? Yeah, I think we are round eight. Something like that. Anyway, I uh, should have worked that out before we came on the air. Drive your way to win with Blunston. Sats, the Dragons and the Roosters mm-hmm. playing tomorrow during the afternoon in Melbourne versus the Warriors tomorrow night, Anzac Day. Yep. Wonderful day. Well, why aren't we playing a game
3: tonight? Yeah. The, the AFL are. Yeah, well... The Melbourne game and New Zealand game, which is my favourite game over the Anzac Day weekend, you know, historically it's always been about the, the Dragons and the Roosters. They've always put up some great moments in Anzac Day. No more than Matty Head chips over the top, Matty Cooper scores in the, in the southeastern corner, and he, and he nails the goal from the sideline to win that, that classic match. I, think, I can't remember what year that was. Um, but the Melbourne game is really special. They turn all the lights out, all the yeah. images are, are projected onto the sails around Navy yeah. Park. It yeah. is really spine tingling stuff. But, how, yeah. but with and I think you're right, tonight would have been a perfect opportunity. And because the Melbourne game's a night game, probably throw that on tonight. But you made a really good point. There's a there's an AFL game on tonight as well. And there are AFL fans that go to some that go to crossover and go to mm. the Melbourne Storm games as well. But yeah, there's a missed opportunity tonight by the NRL.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And Can I just say, before we look at the two games, how good have the Anzac ceremonies been before? I've seen that many Anzac ceremonies over the weekend because watching AFL and NRL,
3: they've been all of them in both codes have been amazing. There's a journalist that put a tweet out on Saturday saying, I'm just putting this out there, this is not my opinion, but do you think the Anzac celebrations and the last post should only be played on the Tuesday games? Why flog a dead horse from Thursday all the way through? Words to that th- words effect. Are you serious? Oh, honestly. And, and the text we got on Saturday and in the Crunch Time Let It Ride show on Saturday, um, from all the listeners was, who is this buffoon? Who was it? Oh, I can't remember the name. I'm um, going to look it up. Yeah, it was, it's a ridiculous statement because I think the longer that we can educate our, our youth. Not everyone sits there and watches every game. Exactly. Idiot. Educate our youth. On what is the history of the Anzacs and Mate. what was the Anzacs around? So, from can I can I say something, Josh, really quickly? I was at the game on Thursday night, South and the Panthers, and they did the last place post, and both teams lined up. And when they finished it, and all the team both teams ran back to their positions, every South player went up and shook the hand of the armed forces representative, and Latrell Mitchell gave him the biggest bear hug. This guy and How I good's thought. That? That that is so special, right there, and that's that's yeah. about being in the moment, understanding the moment. Fancy
2: writing an article or putting a tweet out like that. Some mm. people just shouldn't be on social media. Yeah. stick to putting photos of your breakfast on there. <laughs> uh, Draggers versus roosters, classic ANZAC Day clash. Uh, I just want to ask you one question: How will Manu
3: go at five eight? Oh, he'll go fine. He'll go. He'll go good. He's a different five eight. He's a real running five eight. There's not much passing Big to unit. his game. Massive. So um, now he'll be fine. Sam Walker played reserve grade over the weekend. It was okay. Had a solid hit out. Uh, Angus Crichton returns, which is really exciting. Satili Tupanua, who's come back from a knee rico, comes back as well. So they're starting He's to look my like favorite player, starting to look like the team that everyone predicts will be there come September, October. So uh, who wins the game? Well, Dragons. I think Jaden Sewers out. Ben, That's a massive out. Yeah, Ben Martin, Murdoch, Masilla comes in. Who wins the game? I think the Roosters win. And I think they win comfortably. I think if Sam Walker was there and Kier at 58 and Manu on the centers and Co, I I still think they win the game. Melbourne Warriors
2: as you say that's tomorrow night. Couple uh, begins. Yeah, Nick Meany returns to fullback, Munster back to 58. Uh Nelson Osofa- the Sofas was named to make a return yeah. from an injury. Uh, but however Craig Bellamy today said he's still in doubt.
3: Yeah.
2: Uh, and Kama Kamika is has is suspended so yeah, he he's is. out. Yeah. So. Warriors, uh, Morata Nikore. Nia Kore. He, he was out returns. last week in that good
3: win against the Cowboys. Yeah, he
2: returns. and Josh Curran goes back yep. to the, the bench, who we spoke to last week. And Wade week.
3: Egan's their best player this year. And he comes back. He missed last week because of concussion. So uh, who wins this one? I'm going to say the Storm with Munster back at 5'8". And if Nelson plays, definitely the Storm. I think everyone's still underrating the Warriors. I really do. Everyone's waiting for them to fall over, but this team won't fall over. They've got a really good coach. And they've got a good record
2: yeah, in, they do. against
3: the Storm. Yeah, they do. There's been games in years gone by when it used to be eighth versus first, when they'd play at the old Olympic Park, horrible old ground. They it was their home ground. Mm. And there's been games where Warriors just crept into the eight and beat the Warriors, who, who were the minor premiers that year. So, yeah, they've got a really good record. I reckon the Warriors will beat the Storm
2: on Anzac Day night. What do you reckon? 0457 736 736. Win a Triton Ute with Blunston and Totally Workwear. This is Sports Day. When we
1: come back, Kia Top 7. The award winning seven seat Kia Sorrento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. The award winning seven seat Kia Sorento. It's the Kia Top 7 on Sports Day. One of my favourite parts
2: of a Monday night show is we look back at some of the highlights from the weekend and we try and ram it into seven potential moments from across the weekend in all sports. I've taken over number one tonight. Okay. Uh, it, It might be controversial, though. You and I did talk about it early today, and it is good to see. But let's kick it off, Sats.
3: What's at number seven? I can't believe you got what you've got at number one. Well, it's then we'll outrage. debate that. But we'll yeah, our then. listeners. Uh, the Cowboys got a really scrappy but much-needed win against the, uh, the Knights, who are really courageous. But Val Holmes was one of the best on the field. 254 metres he ran for. And he also set up Tommy Dearden for the match-winning try.
1: Now for Holmes. Takes on Gagai. Takes on Young. Flows it back. Was it forward? Covers was in line and says it's OK. Well, hands on cue. You
2: said it earlier, uh, winning ugly, the Cowboys. you've
3: got to do whatever you got to do, yeah.
2: Hey, Swans won a premiership one year, winning ugly, don't forget. So, yeah, good stuff from Val Holmes. Number six, what about this? There was two magnificent flick passes on the weekend, and I think this one topped both of them. Ezra Mam, his flick pass... To set up his skipper Adam Reynolds. Reynolds inside
1: to Mam on the last. Ezra Man throws a dummy. No what way! What a ball! Oh, oh, oh. A magic ball to Adam Reynolds. Oh. Spectacular from the Broncos.
2: Had everyone fooled? Yeah. Everyone He's a classy fooled. little kid. Ezra, you, man. But, Sats, I don't often like to give you praise, but you've been banging on about
3: this young bloke for years, watching him in the Host Plus Cup. Yeah, he's a special little kid, Ezra. He's a good defender. He's got a great attitude. He's, Yeah, he's. You know, if he stays at the Broncos his whole career, he'll, he'll be one of the most exciting players the Broncos have had. Yeah, in, nice. In their, in their side for a lot of years. Number five, uh, Cronulla Sharks had a win over the Bulldogs, conceded a lot of points, but their fullback again was one of the stars. Uh, Will Kennedy, he got a hat trick.
1: Boylan on for Kennedy. Kennedy has got a hat-trick. And he's done it three different ways. This time he just fools them with a dummy. Three tries in 23 minutes.
3: Special (laughs) player. Special
2: player. Isn't he what? Number four. This was amazing. I was sitting there, 26-0 going. Screwed my multi up. Yeah, I heard you say that, yeah. I was thinking 26-0. There's no way the Dolphins are going to come back. Uh, the, the, the team's flawed. There's no depth. They can't do it. There's no, The super coach looked grumpy in the box. But what the hell happened at Suncorp yesterday, Arvo? From Wallace,
1: it comes to Nick Arima. He's Aiken. Aiken reaches out!
3: Oh, you know what? The, I think the last biggest comeback was Penrith versus the Cowboys. I think they were up 28-0. And the Cowboys come back and beat them, or 26-0, to come back and beat them like 30-26 back in 1998. It was the equal biggest comeback. Yeah, in the NRL. So amazing effort, amazing effort. And they needed half time. The Gold Coast didn't want it because they were doing it so easy. And that's the difference between a good team and a mediocre team. A good team at 26-0 up pushes it out to 50 and humiliates the opposition. Yep. A mediocre team will start thinking about next week, thinking about their position in the team. I don't want to get injured, so I'll lose my position. Stop being aggressive. A team sneaks up and pulls your pants down. Unbelievable. Uh, Number three, this was an amazing game on Thursday night. They had to score two tries in seven minutes, the Bunnies. They'd struggled all night against the Panthers, but Isaiah Tass set up by a beautiful play by Cody Walker. And ball. Back inside away. Cody Walker. Oh. Cody Walker got the pass away. Heading for the try Oh, Tass. Isaiah Tass. Oh, the Bunnies have stolen it. The Bunnies have stolen on Anzac ground a famous, famous comeback.
2: Two tries in five minutes. Unbelievable. I was so cranky before that. I was saying to the miso, like, why can't we beat good teams? I was really grumpy. Kids said, "We're going to bed. We're over you." And then, bang! I was leaping out of the chair
3: when he But how good was, how good was Cody Walker on Unbelievable. that play? Unbelievable. To not to not only just sit back and say I'm going to wait for someone else to do it, just to put yourself in the position, but also read the opportunity it was amazing. Amazing, yeah. yeah. Uh,
2: the reason why this man is not here tonight, Matt Rogers, uh, number two on the Kia Top 7 from the weekend in sport, he was uh, positioned, he called Live Golf over the weekend for SEN, and he was positioned on the watering hole, mm. the 12th hole, and he was there when a hole-in-one was hit.
3: Here's his commentary. Looks like Kepik has done that, and this is coming in nicely. <laughs> Might be a little long.
1: Oh no, this is right next to the pit. Oh, this could go in. It's running, it's tracking. Holy oh, one chance kept up. The beer is absolutely flying onto the course. He is bending. He is bending. This is unbelievable. You can see it down here. It is going absolutely nuts.
3: <laughs> what do you mean guys? This might be a little bit too long. I know. It was yeah. the worst call in five. <laughs>
2: And then he binned it <laughs> yeah. as, as he said. You know what Rat was doing all weekend? So right. all the others were stuck in a caravan yep. with all these drunken yobbos around. Rat's going through all the corporate areas and, and eating smoked salmon. Yeah. Yeah. Jewel International coming yeah. through. Look out. Smoking plenty of things he was. <laughs> <down Adelaide. laughs> Good on you, Rat. Good <laughs> on you, Rat. All right, number one from the Weekend of Sport.
3: Great choice, Satsy. Well, it's a great – it's not my pick at all. It's a great documentary. Ryan Reynolds – Um, Welcome to Wrexham. Welcome to Wrexham. It's a soccer team that was in the fifth division that he bought and a little bit of a gimmick at first. He wanted to help the community and they actually won their premiership and are now promoted. Champions! Wrexham are
2: promoted!
1: They have their storybook ending! You've just seen tens of thousands of dreams come true! Their football league exile is over! 15
2: long Yeah, there you have it, walking to Rex. A new season coming out in August. They mm. did all right in the FA Cup as well, Stats, Did they really? Yeah, so I think they made the third round. So
3: it's a great show. If you haven't it seen it. It is a good it, show. It's both, it's Ryan Reynolds and, uh, and his mate. And they did actually. Didn't Rob know, McAnally. Yeah, Rob McAnally. He's, they actually weren't mates before it. They just right. linked up through social media and have gone on this on this adventure, this journey. And and they just really embraced They've embraced this whole division. town and yeah. the whole town, mate. The Wrexham it's a really good. If you haven't watched it, welcome to Wrexham. It's an amazing documentary, and it's um, it's a town
2: in Wales, small yeah. town in Wales of sixty mm. thousand. Yeah, uh, the award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. It's Kia's large SUV available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Back in a moment.
1: The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Time for a racing update for Racing Queensland. Queensland is your place to race this year.
2: Yeah, it certainly is, Chris Nelson. It's uh, heating up with the winter carnival. Uh, is it from now? Hello, and by the way.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I just want to get straight to the point, Chris. <laughs> Now, it's an exciting time of year, Jace, and I totally get where you're coming from. Uh, I understand why you'd want to get straight to the point, but good afternoon to you. Good afternoon, Sats. And... Hello, Nelson. Yeah, it, it is uh, starting this week. Official <laughs> launch or start of the Queensland Winter Racing Carnival is this Saturday at Eagle Farm with the running of the Queensland Guineas Group 2, the Victory Stakes Group 2, and the listed Delrello two-year-old race. So, they are the main three races we have this Saturday at Eagle Farm.
2: What happened to my boom horses in the last uh Chitty Boom and well, Golden Boom and Sats is looking were two, at
3: me. There are two booms in one race. Yeah, so it's was was, yeah. you go, which boom? I
2: know. I guess that's the tip on Golden Both Boom of them had ugg boots on. Oh, yeah. What's happened? <laughs> What's happened <laughs> to these what They've does gone. that mean
3: that they had UGG boots on? Well, they're running like they had UGG boots on. Okay, they're like running through, sand. What
2: dressing like a West, they were running He's like a can't West. run e. with West, with UGG boots on.
3: Right. <laughs> mm.
0: Okay. Right. Well, okay. difficult. Dave's, I can't run. Full stop. Don't don't jump off because Chitty Boom pulled up lame, and it's very hard to run when you're lame. Mm-hmm. Um. And the other one, Goblin Boom, had a wide run. So there were excuses there for both of them, and the winner, Lady Laguna, had the lovely run on the fence. So a lot of the times, it's all due to the run they get in the race, and, and your two didn't get. Things go their way, so I think they're both forgivable efforts. Back up next time.
3: No Group One races in the in the country at all last week, Chris. Is that uh, right? Is that the same no. this week as well, or is it is that uh, usually?
0: Yes. Well, Sydney's over. Sydney's over. Sats. Yep. Uh, the carnival there's over, so the next Group Ones, are, of course, will be held here, uh, and nothing in Melbourne at the moment. So well, we've got all ours coming up in the next couple of months during the carnival. So. Sydney's still hanging on. They had the, um, the Hawkesbury meeting last weekend, which was a good one, the Hawkesbury Gold Cup and a few other feature races there. So still good racing in both states at the moment, but all eyes on Queensland going forward. Yeah, so on that, uh, Anzac Day tomorrow. We've got races in Queensland yes. tomorrow, Arvo? We do. We have a meeting at Bow Desert, which is a bit of a tradition now on Anzac Day, the big meeting out there at Bow Desert uh, for Anzac Day. That's the TAB meeting there's also a couple of other meetings too now if you're in these areas on holidays or visiting or whatever you're doing there's a meeting at kunnamulla and a meeting at wandai they are non-tab meetings so
3: where's Ka- what areas. is it kunnamulla Kunim- 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 where's kunnamulla kunnamulla uh, you just you go west about oh it's a long way 10 10 hours about Geez, that's yeah. a lot of long necks. How about all the all the <laughs> regional? What about all the regional towns get the really good race meets when there's a public holiday the next day? Like there's Rocky, Bo Desert, Carnemulla, yeah. yeah. Wando. Yeah, oh, it's good. That's isn't outstanding. It? Hey, speaking of Rocky, big race this weekend.
0: Yeah, the uh, the arch is being held on Sunday. Seven hundred and seventy-five thousand dollars worth of prize money for the slot race.
2: How many? Hang on, sat seven hundred and seventy-five thousand. How many mixed grills
3: does that get you at oh, the Criterion? A lot, because it's a really well-priced meal.
0: There you go, correct <laughs> answer. Yeah, and a free yeah. ticket and a free meal next time you're there. Yep, love it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's going to be a, that's it. It's going to be a, a great day at Rocky next uh, next Sunday. It's good that they've got the standalone day. Last year they held it, of course, on the Saturday, so it clashed with, uh, with the Brisbane racing and other states racing as well. But this time the focus will be wholly and solely on Rockhampton. So looking forward to that, guys.
2: Alrighty, anything else we should look out for with racing in Queensland this week?
0: Uh, yeah, other meetings this week. Toowoomba on Wednesday, something different for a midweeker. Mackay Thursday, Ipswich on Friday. We race on the poly track Saturday at the Gold Coast. I mentioned Eagle Farm. There's also a tab meeting at Bar Calden on, uh, on Saturday, which is something we don't see. And we're back to Toowoomba for the, uh, the Twilight meeting on Saturday night. And guys, mm. you'll love this, Jace. I just uh, happened to look in my black book. And a horse has popped up running at uh, Bow Desert tomorrow. So we'll give this one out as a tip. Uh, race seven, number five, air of Al... I'm going to go Sace. A-L-S-A-C-E. Sound about right? Mm, that'll do. Why would I like that? Because I know that you'll bag me because it loses. So I just want... <laughs> <laughs> so, so don't get on it. That's what you're saying. Well, uh, no. I know it ran a nice race uh, in Sydney last start at Rose Hill. So Rose Hill to... To uh, Bow Desert, fair dropping grade there.
2: That's a bit odd, isn't it?
0: Yeah, and it was a nice little run. It was held up, and I think it's probably one to follow. You get better than five dollars.
3: Barcalden, if you if you found a pin to put right in the middle of Queensland, like smack bang in the middle, yeah, Barcalden would be the closest place. I reckon. There you go. Yeah.
2: Rightio. All right, Nelson, go and find yourself a map and put a prick in it right now. Whoa. Queensland is racing. The action <laughs> continues this week. Not oh, a you know it, man. Across the Sunshine State. Visit racingqueensland.com.au. What are you really gambling with? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Thanks, Nelson. Have a great Anzac Day.
1: You too, guys. All the best. <laughs> The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. It's time for the last blast on Sports Day.
2: Certainly is. Uh, it would be remiss of us not to talk about the massive boxing match that was on in Las Vegas uh, yesterday. I... Text you on the weekend and I said, Is this a big fight, Satch? And you thought, I thought I was, you having a go at me. No, I wasn't. And because yeah. I, I, I saw it pop up and I've gone, Oh my, what? Because I was, I was just having a weekend at home. Mm. I was I was watching anything that moved on the weekend. And when I saw the Davis and Garcia fight, I thought I'd check with you. invited you around. You said no, which was okay, fair
3: enough. Yeah. I I'm, thought, scared well, mate, you, I'm scared of your twins.
2: Well, that, well, one of them, the evil one, Aria was working. Oh, okay. And Amani, of course, was shopping with a mother. Yeah. So I was home by myself. Him and he's eating ice cream. This was great. But what a great boxing match! And some are saying um, Tank Davis ended up beating uh, what's Ryan his, Garcia. Ryan Garcia hit him in the liver sh- with a liver shot, oh. which is the most painful
3: shot in boxing.
2: It took him a couple of seconds before
3: he realized it's a, it's a delayed response. He had hit in the kid in the liver. Um and then you take a couple of steps back always and then all of a sudden your liver just cramps up and it just drops you to your knees. And he didn't make the count, the ten second count. No, he didn't. Yeah. Seventh uh, round. Yeah, and he predicted
2: that Tank Davis. Mm. He said I'll knock him down in the sixth or seventh round. Yeah. So he, he did that. He's evil, this little man. He but he's what, five foot four? Five foot four and a half. Full of tats.
3: Yeah. Yep. Um Mean Streets of Baltimore.
2: Mayweather was in the ring with him wearing so much during looked like he'd been to cash converters. Oh, he came out to this rapper <laughs> singing a
3: song. It was just abysmal. It was horrible.
2: I, I love I love look a lot of people are saying that this has brought credibility back to boxing. You quite rightly set off the air that, well, did you see the judge's scorecard? Yeah. And I'm,
3: yes. Yeah, there's one judge who's <laughs> a really respect, probably one of the most respected judges in world boxing. And the second round, Tank Davis knocked. Ryan Garcia down. Just for a couple of seconds. Yeah. So historically, if you knock the other person down, it is what they call a 10 8 round. You win the round with 10 points. Regardless. Yeah. So if no one gets knocked down, you've got to judge on who wins it at 10 and who gets a 9. 10 8 if you get knocked down once. If it's just, if you get knocked down twice, it's like a 10 7. The the judge gave that round a 10 all. It's just. I like your idea that boxing judging is just. Dodging. With. with big fights, big, real big fights, mm. like the Rugby League, they don't have to throw them in a bunker because so, well, they sit around the ring in different angles. Yeah. You, got, you get influenced by the promoters. You get influenced by gangsters that are sitting around there. The chicks. <laughs> ring card girls. <laughs> uh, you can't say that anymore. No, there weren't any. No. I uh,
2: I was watching to see if there were any. because ring
3: card robots. Are they? Yep. Okay. They put a robot in, does a circle. Uh, but I, yeah. like, I like what you
2: think. You're saying put him in a bunker. So here's an opportunity for, for the rugby league. Rugby league. To make some money. <laughs> yeah. Why don't they lease out the bunker on big fight nights yep. and, and put him there with... Um, so yeah. they fly the judges to Surrey Hills Surrey and Sydney, Hills, yes.
3: Yeah.
2: And so they have three judges. yeah.
3: Which referee could you put in the bunker to look after him? I, you will, because there's a... There's a married couple. You'd have to put the badges. The badges are got to be in there. That's Gavin right. Badger, Casey Badger. <laughs> They'll be there. And they don't judge anything. They're just the hosts. Yep. And they have some the, some hors d'oeuvres and some... some canapes. A, and a cheese platter just before the fight. And they
2: can just sit there, watch the fight on yep. multiple screens, and score it without the influence or the fear of some alleged mobsters, yep. card girls... Promoters. And promoters. Yep. And the boxer themselves staring them down. Yeah. And the trainers, there's a lot of influence when it comes to boxing. What what experience uh, have, have, have Gav, Gavin and Casey Badger got? Any experience with entertaining? That's the question I have well, for you. Are they good at chucking? You know, some different
3: cheeses on a like plate, a, like a some jats ch- crackers, like a chicken liver and some some crackers, you know, or something like that. I'm I'm not sure how good they are at entertaining. Some twiggy sticks. They'll get the first. They'll get the first opportunity. So to host of boxing judges.
2: You've got to get a dip, though. Would you have your French, your traditional classic French onion? No. Nah. Or would you go like a spicy capsicum? The spicy capsicum, and there's also... But then they might need to go to the toilet halfway through a round. Yeah, you can't do that. No. You can't do that. That's why all the judges wear nappies. <laughs> They're Forget not it. allowed to leave the side of the ring. I have faith in Casey and Gavin Badger to yep. make sure that they don't need to go to the toilet. <laughs> Great idea, Sats. I'm taking that to you-know-who. Yeah, rugby league. And speaking of rugby league, just a quick one. Can you believe that they want to do two matches in Vegas? Yeah. Back to back. Yeah. What, 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 good is that? What, 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 what good does that do to rugby the game? league, A rugby league in Vegas. Gary Belcher, who played Origin in Los Angeles,
3: yep. said it was just a piss-up. Yeah. yeah.
2: It's done nothing for and rugby league
3: in America. There are some players that may not be allowed to leave the country. <laughs> to go and play in Vegas, let alone there's some players you wouldn't take to Vegas to play a game. Both teams were drinking together on the
2: plane. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, we've got to go. We'll be back. Uh, No, no no show tomorrow night. Yeah. Anzac Day. Have a great Anzac Day. I am, Mate, I'm such a proud dad. Aria, my daughter, marching. She's in the Air Force Cadets. She's too. That's right, yeah. Mate, I hope it doesn't bucket down on them like it did last year. But uh, however you're spending your Anzac Day, think of the diggers who have allowed us – to do what we do every single day and giving us the freedom. We'll be back Wednesday night. Catch you then. See ya. <coughs>